0: Oh, hello there. It's the titular Matt Stewart letting you know that I'm going to be in Sydney, Australia, and then Brisbane, Australia, doing uh, short runs of my show, Dryer Dryer. Sydney from the 8th to the 12th of May, Brisbane from the 16th to the 19th of May. Hey, but also, you might not know this, I'm doing a live Who Knew It with Matt Stewart in Sydney on the 13th of May and in Brisbane on the 14th of May. Holy moly, am I looking forward to these shows uh, please get tickets for all of these now. If you use the discount code do go on. that might work. I'm not sure, but worth a try. Really hope to see you there. Um, Sydney especially, please come along. Brisbane also, though, you're buying tickets earlier, better. Sydney lift, please. All right, I'll see you soon now. On with the show. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. <laughs> Welcome to Who Knew With Matt Stewart, the show where the guests write the wrong answers. I'm the titular Matt Stewart and this week I'm joined by co-host slash second banana slash scorekeeper, it's stupid old studio's own Evan Munro-Smith. Hello. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so happy to be here. It's and so good mm. to have a second banana on this show. This is the first week I've had one. Uh,
1: yes,
2: that's correct. Well done.
0: <laughs> One point? All right. Yes. <laughs> and when we say
2: stupid old studios own, we do mean that in a very legally binding sense. We purchased him as an orphan, much like uh, the the show, the Truman Show, oh, yes. and, um, yeah, he's not allowed to leave. I'm trapped. Yes, yes. It's a nightmare. <laughs>
3: he's the only man who can retain adoption status as an adult. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's right.
0: Yeah. yeah. Our first contestant this week, week is sans Pants radios host with the most cass page oh. mm. <laughs>
3: that's really nice <laughs> i do have the
0: most yes
3: mm. bit of what <laughs>
0: Our yeah. second contestant is perhaps Jupiter Studio's most multi-talented member. It's some sort of scientist, Andy Matthews. Hello.
2: Thank you very much. Yes, let's broaden the definition of talents to, uh, <laughs> to you, know, you know, like, like when you're, um, you're, you're dredge fishing the ocean and you'll pick up any old bycatch. We'll just <laughs> consider everything to be a talent. Dolphin. Yeah, sure.
0: Get that in there. Scallops. You don't think dolphins count as a good talent? In that scenario, what a fantastic catch. No, you're right. I do have the talent, Dolphin.
2: <laughs> and, I, and I write that on all of, my, all of my resumes when I said the bit. I write Dolphin, very big text, quite close to the top. And I'm currently looking
0: for work. That's if you're true. You're in need of a dolphin. Hi, Randy. <laughs> Might be wondering what this show is and how it works. Well, it's pretty simple really. I ask a question and then the contestants have to write a convincing fake answer. Then I read their answers as well mm. as a real one. And then they have to guess which is the correct answer. Jeez, it sounds more convoluted than it is. Every is. I've got to take the time to write that down. <laughs> <laughs> but now is not that time. Okay, are we ready to play? Yep. What, I mean, yes. Absolutely. So what, what precisely is my role? Your role. So you're going to be collecting the responses. So Andy and Cass are going to message you the yes, responses. Then it. you're going to – and this is the most efficient way I've thought of. Then you're going to put in a document that I can see. yes. So you're basically sending them, them to me. So you're sort of sending them around. Right. It goes around in a So it basically okay. goes around in a clockwise motion. I see. Mm. Great. So um, you send them back to us. And then I'll read them back to you. Oh, okay. Yep. So <laughs> they really do arrive. It's a round trip. Yeah. It mm. starts with you, goes to web and then to me, and then mm. I read them we back to them You get them back. Yeah. Yeah. yeah
2: it's, right. nice. it's, it's like the um it's like the carbon cycle or something like
0: that. Exactly. It's oh. very much like the carbon <laughs> cycle. That was Dolphin the Dolphin over title. here
3: <laughs> with his multi-talents, some kind of scientist. Carbon cycle. <laughs>
0: mm. The first question comes from listener Kayla Hodquitz from New Jersey in the US. Cool name. Hey, It's a fantastic name. <laughs> that's good. Mm. And Kayla's question is, what is the definition of the 16th century word huff snuff?
3: Huff snuff? Mm. Huff snuff. And that's H-U-F-F-S-N-U-F-F?
0: That's right. Okay. With a hyphen mm. betwixt them. Ooh. Oh, no, a hyphen. H- huff snuff. Huff snuff. Okay, so you just have to 16th give dec- century? Yeah, well, that was when it was most popularly used. Mm. If that, you know, gives you any All sort right. of guard. Uh And while they're writing their answers, Evan, let me yes. tell you and the viewers and listeners how the scoring works. So you get one point if your fake answer is guessed by the other contestant Ooh. and another point if you correctly guess the answer. By the way, I'm also playing as the house. Okay. <laughs> <Boo>. <laughs> <laughs> so you could win this. I could win this. I'm the only one that couldn't win this. You're the only one who who certainly cannot win it (laughs) under no circumstances. Okay. (laughs) No, you're part of the house, Evan. We're Um, we're collectively the house. Oh, great. Love that. I've put in two of my fake answers as well, two of my own fake answers for each question. And we, the house, we get one point for each of those that the guest chooses. So each of us can score up to two points per round. seems fair, but the probability does uh, favor us. The house... And the house always wins. Although if you have uh, listened to the show before, you'll know that the house nearly never wins. Anyway, our questions come from our great Patreon supporters. If you want to submit a question, sign up to any level via patreon.com slash do go on pod. All right. So question number one is what is the definition of the word huffsnuff? snuff? Here are your five options. A blowhard who likes to bully but takes offense easily. The act of using a leg to pump the covers up and down after a nocturnal fart to secretly (laughs) expel the smell from the bottom of the doona like a bellows. Mm. Mm. A medicine to snort to help clear your nose when it's blocked. The rattly bit of a rattlesnake. (laughs) (laughs) Or a wealthy lady who spends all of her allowance on tobacco.
1: Mm. Surely the rattly bit of a rattlesnake is called a rattle.
0: Mm. Oh, that's what you would think, Evan. Yeah. No clues, though, please.
3: (laughs) But then, why wouldn't the question say the rattle of a rattlesnake?
2: No, that's fair. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Really good point. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I don't don't think I've ever heard a less rattly word in my life than huff (laughs) snuff.
3: It's very. It's got no edges. It's quiet. (laughs) Mm. That's under a blanket. Mm. So the the fart one's really coming out stronger than rattle. (laughs) 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 Yeah. My only
2: question about that is whether or not they had Duna technology back in the uh, whatever time we're talking about. It feels it like is. for a thing that is just essentially, you know, torturing a duck for warmth, a doona feels like a relatively modern invention.
0: Do, does yours include torture?
2: Yeah, it, it, it's basically full of ducks.
0: Wow. <laughs> you sort of
2: kick them and they squirm around okay. and the friction generates heat. Isn't that what
0: everyone Yeah, no, that's,
2: that's yeah, a,
3: okay, a doona. Mm. A blanket mm. is different. Yeah, I think yeah, that's where yeah and a confused.
2: duvet is a completely oh, different thing again.
3: That's one of those cruelty-free ones.
2: Mm. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so. 16th
3: century seems very <clears throat> woolen pelts.
2: Mm. Yep. I'm tempted to lock in the person who, about the taking offence and the bullying and the, the being, you know, basically, you know, a real Matt Stewart type <laughs> of guy.
0: <laughs> that is, yeah, that is me, a know-nothing, mm. know-it-all, who, <laughs> who likes to give but very bad at taking.
3: Do you just call yourself a you know-nothing, um, know-it-all?
0: <laughs>
4: yeah. That's really funny. <laughs>
0: Fantastic! I've locked that in for Andy Cass. Do you have any thoughts here? Oh,
3: that I do. I agree with that because half is very like, and then <laughs> snuff is like, Pff.
2: yeah. <laughs> so that's a much better explanation than I came up with.
0: <laughs> yeah. Th- so both locking in the blowhard. Yes, blowhard. Fantastic. <laughs> all right. Well, let's go through the answers. Uh, firstly, we had a wealthy lady who spends all of her allowance on tobacco. That was written by Cass. Ah. That was a fantastic. It's a beautiful answer. answer.
3: Thank you. Yeah. I've. Do uh, you know, I forgot what snuff is.
0: Yeah, uh, it's a cut,
2: I think it's a type of snorting yeah. tobacco. I think oh, okay. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> you, 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 you forgot, but then out of all the things that could have been in the world, you guessed the one correct one, which is oh. a, amazing.
0: Is that that's, what you put in a snuff yeah. box? Is that what that's for? Yeah, right, yeah that's okay. right. And that's I think, what a snuff film is all about as well? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah.
3: all about mm-hmm. the smoking industry. Mm-hmm. Thank you for smoking is a snuff film.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, yeah, there you go. I've never seen it, but I should. I think yeah. that would be thank you for <laughs> snorting. Oh, it would
3: be, yeah. Mm. Just look, if you just go home and Google snuff movie, you'll be able to find it, I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) That's the rest of your night, (laughs) sort
2: of. I think by the end of of today, it will descend
0: into a snuff movie. You reckon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a long session of podcasting. So the rattly bit of a rattlesnake was written by The House. Mm. Uh, I may or may not have been watching an episode of The X-Files that featured a lot of rattlesnakes last <laughs> night while writing this. Right. Uh, a medicine to snort to help clear your nose when it's blocked. That was also The House. Ooh, that was a good one. I think we're, That was a we're, really good one. We're looking okay. So no points for The House this round. The farting <laughs> pump. <laughs> <laughs> that was Andy Matthews. Oh, Meaning the damn. correct answer was a blowhard who likes to bully but takes offence easily, meaning one point for Andy Matthews, one point for Cass Page, no points for the house. Yes! yes.
4: Stop.
3: <laughs> oh, burn this house down!
0: <laughs> Run it um, from
3: the inside, get the mites in.
2: My strategy of questioning the logic of my own answer in the hope mm. of throwing people off the scent <laughs> <laughs> really worked. Yeah, Really I mean, worked.
3: Your answer was about throwing people off a scent, right?
2: That is absolutely yeah. correct. That's <laughs> what I do. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was going to clap, but I, just, I don't. Mm. No, try. <laughs> you know what they say, throw people off the scent in the streets, throw people off the scent in the sheets. <laughs> That's the one thing where you do the same thing in both
0: scenarios. Okay, um. here is question number two. <laughs> this one oh, comes God. from Ash Dickinson from Bradford in West Yorkshire. Oh. And the question is, what world record is Thomas Cleaver associated with? What world record is Thomas Cleaver associated with? Uh, While they're writing their answers, though, Evan, do you want me to tell you a bit more about Huff Snuff? Uh, Yes. Well, according to our question writer, Kayla, this word was tweeted out by Susie Dent, the linguist who sits in Dictionary Corner on the UK's Countdown. Andy works for the Australian Countdown. No, Australian Letters and Numbers. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, She has several books exploring the long and strange history of English words. The Oxford English Dictionary defines uh, Huff Puff. As a conceited fellow who gives himself airs and is quick to take offence, a braggart, a hector, which is all, I mean, I don't know some of those words, but I love them She knows too
3: many words. She's forgotten how to talk.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Mental Floss says, the idea is that a person is huffing and snuffing in an exaggerated fashion with their nose in the air, outraged by any affront to their precious person. I think you you explained that quite well, Cass. Thank Mm. you,
3: thank you. Your logic. The uh, vibes were immaculate. I... I really did nothing they've they flew through me. <laughs>
2: You're just is that, a vessel. Would that, would, that, would, that, would that be what we would call a snowflake today or is it a snowflake has a more political component and more identity-based
0: component? Yeah, yeah, but it is similar, right? If someone yeah. calls you a snowflake, you're probably opinionated or they think you're opinionated mm. but you're also a fragile. Overly sensitive. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Opinionated
2: like a snowflake. <laughs> yeah, I always thought
3: snowflake also had the connotation of the person who is the snowflake assumes themselves to be quite unique and special <laughs> and the person calling them a snowflake thinks, that they would <laughs> melt at the touch of a hand like a snowflake.
2: It's actually now I've come right around. It's a great word. I'm going to start using it.
3: You're special and I want to cheat you with care, <laughs> snowflake. <laughs> that's
0: really nice. Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. not what a Huff snuff would do. <laughs> you would not have taken that so well. <laughs> so your answers are in for question number two. What world record is Thomas Cleaver associated with? Here are your five options. He built the world's largest model tower of Pisa out of a tower of pizza. <laughs> uh, he led the biggest ever drumming circle, the most pieces of buttered toast consumed in five minutes. <laughs> he owned the world's largest horse <laughs> or an accident on the royal barge in 1753 established him as the most buoyant member of the royal family. Mm. <laughs> you need to hear any of those no again. There no other
3: way to check that. <laughs>
0: you got to float them all, right?
3: <laughs> yeah, you'd have to. It's like when you don't know if your eggs are bad. <laughs> you have the you have to put aside five minutes in the kitchen. You're like, okay, well, we should check that out. Does that mean that everyone in the royal family fell off that boat?
2: Yeah, I do, guess do, so. do we really yeah. get them? Yeah. That's the inciting event from the movie King Ralph. Is that right? Is that what happened?
0: Yeah, I think that is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Thomas Cleaver was there, but he yeah, <clears throat> also was electrocuted, mm. making Later. way for ralph to take the throne i uh i've forgotten all of those yeah let's have those again i'll go Um, back through them he built the world's largest model tower pizza out of a tower of pizza just as funny the second time around i'm I'm really glad we asked for these again uh he led the biggest ever drumming circle (laughs) still not not as
2: funny as you would have hoped it to be given the first one
3: we didn't hear the circle
0: uh that's true
3: yeah it's an audio thing (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> the most pieces of buttered toast consumed in five minutes. Mm. He owned the world's largest horse. Can you ever really own the world's
2: largest <laughs> horse? Oh, that's true. Surely at that point you've just got to say, you know, you know what, you're in charge. How how big does a horse have to be before you – It. it you know, the balance has, has
0: tipped. I, th- I kind of feel like Evan is the living world's largest horse and we're trying to own him here mm. at Stupid Old Studios, but can we really?
3: I mean, legally, yeah.
0: Like, Absolutely. Legally. <laughs> but,
3: you know, spiritually. I want to know about the horse. The horse grew. That's it's, The horse did the good thing. Sorry,
0: continue. It's sort of, it's like I'm sad about the It's like horse racing, isn't it? The, the horses is never interviewed. It's always the jockeys and the owners. Mm-hmm. But it's the horse that did, I'd say, 90, 80, 70% of the work. Mm. You've got to mm. bring that number up. Up again? <laughs> yeah, I reckon up again. Seventy-five. Mm. Yeah,
3: <laughs> it's really.
0: Sad but I mean, horses can't own themselves, Cass, So that's <laughs> got to be at least twenty percent.
2: Dynamic, it. isn't it, between the horse and the and the jockey, where the the horse tries to be as big and strong as possible, and the jockey tries to be as <laughs> tiny, <laughs> tiny little thing. Meek. Oh, yeah, and that's their work is to be, become smaller and smaller and smaller, <laughs> while the horse gets bigger and bigger. It's a sort
0: of quite a toxic relationship, <laughs> I would say, between the two of no, them. Uh, not symbiotic? No, it's the opposite of that, isn't it? It is toxic. Mm. You were right. right. Parasitic Yeah, almost.
3: parasitic. Yeah. yeah. The- the jockey's
0: like a little parasite. <clears throat> yeah, although you'd think Beating then that they would the swell up like a tick while the horse got smaller. I guess mm. it doesn't really make mm. sense. It's, cl- it's really close to working. And the final option was an accident on the Royal Barge in <laughs> 1753 established him as the most buoyant member of the Royal family. Mm. So you've got five fantastic options there. Mm. Did you hear them uh, again? Or,
2: uh, I mean, I, I, once again, <laughs> I've forgotten what all of them are. But really I, in terms of that things horse. that feel like a, a record, I'm going to go with the pizza, the pizza made of pizza,
0: the okay. pizza pizza. Pizza
3: pizza. Fantastic.
0: Andy's locking in for the pizza. And what
3: was the first one
4: again?
0: The first one the was pizza the pizza. pizza. Then we had the drumming circle, <laughs> yeah. buttered toast, large horse or larger sauce and a buoyant royal family member. Cass,
2: I feel really bad. I don't know. You might have said the, the drumming circle thing, and I I said suggest that wasn't as funny as the first one. And if it turns out you did do the drumming circle thing, I'm not. I'm really. I feel really bad for, for even putting out the, the, the or idea. Or
0: who? Or maybe if I wrote the drumming circle one, yeah, as maybe well. You've maybe you feel Matt's bad feelings. about that too. They don't give a shit about the <laughs> feelings. Yeah. And also, they're not all meant to be funny. They're meant to be very believable. And yeah, okay, yes.
3: sure. I That'll
2: make for great podcasting. <laughs>
3: Yeah, well, people listen to podcasts for facts (laughs) and to learn. I'm definitely going to go for that horse because I want that to
2: be true.
0: Okay, well, if if you're right, you'll get more info on it like you desire. (laughs) Yeah. All right, well, let's go through them. I'll leave the two guests till uh, last there. Firstly, the accident on the Royal Barge uh, with the buoyant member of the Royal Family. That was Andy Matthews. A very funny one, Andy. (laughs) Thank you. Very funny. (laughs) It's not a competition. (laughs) Uh, the biggest ever drumming circle that was written by the house. Oh, and, you know, maybe it's maybe it's not that funny or believable, <laughs> or maybe it was just making up the numbers, and maybe that's what some people's role in life is.
2: Jeez. And I, as I read
0: it out, I'm like, it's drum circle, isn't it? It's not even drumming, so whatever. <clears throat> Uh, the most pieces of buttered toast consumed in five minutes. That was Cass. Oh, Twas I. Yes. Mm. So that means one of you has the correct answer here. Ooh. But it was not Andy because the pizza tower, that was the house. Oh. The world's largest horse was correct.
3: Yeah, I'm Whoa. so excited to learn more about this horse. Incredible.
0: <laughs> what I really want to know is how big is it? Mm. Uh, I'll tell you all about that. How many mm. far laps? That's harder <laughs> to say. I can tell you in hands and I don't really know what that means. Mm. 21.5 hands. Okay. Actually, I can tell you. Seven feet two inches. You got to see photos of this thing. Mm. Wow. Now it's are we talking to, like
2: to the top of its head or to its back? They measure up to the back. I think it's don't up to they? the back. So the head's it? even
0: higher than that. And it's just what? it's so chunky. is like crazy? It looks it's like a, a rhino build, on, but it's a horse. Mm. It's awesome.
2: Oh, that rules. A favor. I think that we should measure humans in the same way and only measure them up to the shoulders and then the head is all just bonus. Because I think <laughs> that'd be great when you hear someone's like seven foot or something like that and you're like picturing all the way up and they come in and that's just to hear. And then you've got the whole head. You're like you're looking because you look from the feet up. Right when you yeah. when a big person you look like like are panning up like in a in a movie when yeah the, the, the male guy, gaze only yeah, for tall. the male people. guy yeah. I mean <laughs> it works both ways we use the same gaze it's a very versatile gaze we use it for um, people we're objectifying and also um, people where are
0: just stunned by how tall they are
2: different Wish kind I'd of objectifying.
0: They should use the same rule for buildings, right? I'm always, mm. I'm, I'm, I'm tried to use this language, absolutely PO'd when they count in that <laughs> antenna bit at the top. The Rialto yeah, was topped yeah. yeah. off by some bullshit. building with a big, mm-hmm. oh, you the, antenna? the antenna. Who cares? Mm.
3: That's not the building.
0: That's not the if building. If I take
3: it off, that's still the building. If I take the mm. roof off a building, yeah, that's iffy on buildings. If we're yes. doing
2: that, then we're including people's hairstyles in how tall they are.
3: Yeah, and we can't be doing that. <laughs>
2: Yeah, that's a real unfair advantage. Mm. For
3: Every punk wins. <laughs> and they've
0: had it too for too long,
2: those punks. <laughs> It'd be a yeah. great loophole if you could get into the NBA by just having really <laughs> high hair.
0: Muggsy Bogues mm. missed the trick. Well, I mean, he got in anyway. <clears throat> but he had a shaved head and was the shortest player at the time. So, you know. Doubling down, I love that. Wasn't helping himself. Short oh, King. Short King, thank you. All right, here's question number three. Yes. What happened on the 3rd of September 2013 in the Maldives that made international news? What happened on the 3rd of September 2013 in the Maldives that made international news? While they're writing those answers, Evan, let me tell you about this horse. This is from Wikipedia. Its name was Samson. It was a shire horse gelding foaled in 1846 in Toddington Mills, Bedfordshire in England. He was the tallest and heaviest horse ever recorded at 21 and a half hands. 2.19 metres tall seven foot two inches by the time it was four years old imagine like that's tall for a four year old as well i know horses mm. do age differently but imagine a child who's that tall <laughs> that, that makes that's, you think doesn't it oh
1: yeah
0: uh he's about peak, squid game it makes you think about squid game Well the
1: the, the doll thing that was very tall and
0: right i thought yeah. maybe that your um mind was just wandering <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, his peak weight was estimated at three thousand three hundred and sixty pounds. Wow, that's one thousand five hundred and twenty-four kilos. Here's a less fun fact: he was gelded at approximately one and a half years old. I think what, that does that means ge- what does it mean? gelding mean? I think
2: that what? is that's an interesting thing that, like, with a lot of animals, if you do cut off their testicles, they grow bigger. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, uh, I think that you remember that huge cow. Remember when there was that really yes. big cow and that picture of that really big cow and everyone got excited about how big the cow was compared to all the other cows? Remember this went viral on Twitter. It was a great. And cow. then there were some people who were like, "The cow's not really that big," and you're like, don't, "Just come on, don't take this away from us." <laughs> yeah. But they were like, "It's only because it's uh, it's been castrated or something like that," and you're like, "Well, and it's that's and fine. it's a
0: perspective trick." Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Why do they keep giving? They've really got
0: a f- jockey standing next to it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> all the names for lopping off bits. A fancy. <laughs> yeah. I hate it. I hate hearing about like, ah, gelding, uh, castration. You're like, oh, beautiful name for a girl. Mm. No, <laughs> awful. Is, is,
0: is cast short for castration? <laughs> <laughs> castration Page. That's a fantastic name.
3: Oh, I want to be a wrestler.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, they. Uh, I find it strange because they're making it a gelding. I guess that's why it got bigger because it means it can't breed, right? Wouldn't you want the biggest horse? Well, I feel like that'd be a selling point as a horse breeder. Mm. You guess- want to get the offspring of this big horse? It's a real catch twenty-two. Yeah. That is a catch twenty-two, mm. isn't it? Amazing
1: that in almost two hundred years there hasn't been a bigger horse. That is a- amazing. Mm. That's
0: crazy, right?
3: People would have tried. They would have tried the gelding method. It just didn't work. Oh, that's like the golden goose thing.
0: Mm. Yes, it is like the golden <laughs> goose thing.
3: <laughs> oh, <laughs> <That> poor goose! <goat.
0: laughs> <laughs> <laughs> Here is question number three. What happened on the 3rd of September 2013 in the Maldives that made international news? Am I saying Maldives right, by the way? Don't know. Great. I've heard
3: Maldives. Maldives. Yeah, heard i thought Maldives. It was a
0: bit, I thought it was wrong. Maldives. Let's I, say that. that I don't know good. if I'm right.
1: But I feel like it's a Caribbean, Caribbean thing. I don't right. know which is the right.
0: Split the difference. Ma- Maldives. Oh, Maldives. Oh. Maldives. Yes. Maldives. All right, here are your options. Controversy erupted after the man claiming to have the world's biggest ball of belly button lint was caught supplementing it from his tumble dryer. Mm, A species of talking stingray was discovered. (laughs) (laughs) The football team lost the match to Brazil 69 to nil. A sinkhole opened and swallowed a small hotel. Or a coconut was arrested on suspicion of vote rigging. So we've got... (laughs) So we've got <laughs> five. One of these is a real thing that happened. <laughs> I love, I love these questions that are like. So you've got controversy over the cheating belly button lint. Okay. Mm. World record holder. Yep. Talking stingray discovered. <laughs> yeah. Football team lost to Brazil sixty nine yes. nil. Yes. Sinkhole opened and swallowed a small hotel, or a coconut was arrested on suspicion of vote rigging.
2: Mm. Wow. Oh. I mean I want them all to be true. Mm. They're all it was my a big, favourite. Big
0: Dave news and yeah.
3: yeah. I'm look, I'm trying to go a bit meta here. I'm trying to think what kind of news was I into in twenty thirteen, what would I have heard about? Mm. Just what was what was the the belly button lint one? I feel uh, like I would have known about it.
2: Yeah, <laughs> sort of. Tr-
0: I have I have some Google alerts set up for yeah, a, yeah, for yeah.
3: That. I know <laughs> I know what's happening.
0: Yeah. So the fir- that was controversy erupted after a man claiming to have the world's biggest ball of belly button lint was caught supplementing it from his tumble dryer.
2: I mean, that's the worst thing you can do, isn't it? It's be like it'd be like in um. You know that drug cheat sort of thing where they actually you know often will have somebody else's urine in a, in a sachet and then a, a mm. fake penis. He probably had some sort of prosthetic belly button yes,
0: in for one theirs. of their in the piss world record. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that happened Have you seen that in the news recently that uh, a, a guy won a lot of fishing competitions was busted with uh, he, like planting fish in and then catching them out again, but he also put cut them open and had lead weights in him.
3: Oh what?
0: And, it, and he, yeah, so we were like, apparently been cheating for a while. But wow. there, there's this video of this guy just pulling the lead out going, what do you have to say for yourself? We trusted
2: you. <laughs> You're making a mockery of the entire idea of competitive fishing, our sacred sport. That's so funny. What about all the kids watching today looking up to you and saying, Dad, I want to be that guy.
3: Daddy, Daddy, where can I find some lead wakes so I can be like oh. my hero? Oh.
0: No. oh, it's already happening. <laughs> so you've got the the lint ball, talking stingray. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what kind of lint ball? The football flogging, the yes. sinkhole hotel, or the vote-ringing coconut?
2: Mm, that talking stingray—the real sting is in his um, backhanded compliments. <laughs> <Oof. laughs> so you got to stay, you've got to stay clear of those because they'll really get you. <laughs>
3: I firstly adore that two of the answers revolve around things that can't speak having a voice. Yep. Mm. I'm going to go with the coconut. Fantastic. I want to say that the coconut Mm. got arrested for vote rigging.
2: Mm. And in this case, its voice was only like a like a in a sort of a a voice to parliament style. Yeah, yeah, a a voice to parliament. Represented. (laughs) Um, It was it it was it was enfranchised. Um, uh, Let's see. Uh, I can't remember any of them, and so I'm going to go with the third one. Okay,
0: that was the football match Yes 69 to nil Correct Alright here are The answers Controversy erupting Over a man claiming To have the world's biggest Ball of belly button lint That was Andy Matthews Hmm
3: that was good.
0: That's good. Thank uh, you. Very believable. <laughs> it is I'd believable. say more believable than uh, Species of Talking Stingray was <laughs> discovered, <laughs> which was written by the House. Ah. <laughs> uh, Cass wrote A Sinkhole Opened and Swallowed a Small Hotel. Uh, football team lost a match to Brazil, 69-0. That was also the house. Oh. Nice. So a point to the house there, meaning Cass was right. A co was was arrested kidding. on suspicion of vote. Yes.
2: <laughs> that, was, that was one that I instantly was like, well, that is so stupid. It's obviously not that. That's bad. not going to be it. <laughs> so- and I think less of whoever wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> but it was reality, and now I think less of reality.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. That's
3: right. So it was, it was one of those things where it looked like someone had done voter fraud and then they tried to arrest the person. It turns out that person was a coconut.
0: Mm. Uh, it is, it's sort of more baffling than that. Um, <laughs> it's tricky because <laughs> I explain these things when you're not concentrating, you're writing. That's one of the real faults of this show so far, yeah. but they'll never know. They'll never be able to know. No, <laughs> no, this is all just a ruse to get you to listen to the podcast, giving me one extra download or two. Oh, uh, Yeah. <laughs> you're See, doubling that's, that's what you very clever sucked mm. in. Uh, Evan, I just <clears throat> shared with you a, a thing that has the scores on it if you want to give us a score um, update in a second. Uh, but t- t- sure. Before we get to that, Andy and Cass, here's question number four. Yes. This one comes from Ryan Wells from Colorado in the USA.
4: Great names.
0: What is the nickname for Eddie Stanky, <laughs> a baseballer in the 40s and 50s in America? Pro baseballer, Eddie Stanky. What was his Best known nickname. He had a few. What was his main nickname? Evan, do you want to give us a score update? Uh,
1: so Andy um, is on two points if I was to read no, this correctly. No, one inc- point yes. because I'm reading it incorrectly. Uh, <laughs> and Cass is on three points and the house is on two points. That's right. In future I'll read that in like an ascending. Yeah.
0: I'm, I'm new to this. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So Andy on one, house on two, Cass on three. Anyone's yes. game at the halfway mark here. That's true,
1: but less less Andy's game.
0: Yeah, it was a little less Andy's game, but it's still anyone's game. He could get two points in this round alone. What? You can get two points in this round. Oh, he can, he can, yeah. So he could could jump to the equal lead in just one round. Yeah. Uh, So while they're writing their answers, uh, here's some more information about that coconut from a Guardian article written about the incident in 2013. A coconut has been detained by Maldivian police on suspicion of vote rigging in a key presidential election. The coconut, described as young, (laughs) <laughs> found near a school that will be used as a polling station on Saturday. Though the population of the Maldives is Sunni Muslim, continuing belief in magic is widespread in rural areas. Coconuts are often used in rituals and inscribed with spells. The local Minivan news website reported that police took the coconut into their possession around seven oh five AM on Tuesday after they received a complaint about the suspicious fruit near the school. Mm-hmm. A magician summoned by police established that the coconut was innocent uh, and local officials have said no arrests have been made.
3: An innocent young coconut. Uh, yeah. I
0: thought
2: the whole point was that it had been arrested. <laughs> no arrests have been made. I mean... <laughs>
3: It was just taken Isn't into that, custody? Wasn't that,
2: wasn't that no, the, I, the, the, the thing? A coconut was arrested. No arrests have been made. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You found a little flaw there. No. Okay, so we're deducting Cass's points. Brought into custody, Andy. Ah, I see sure. what you've done
3: there. So, you found mm, a-
0: you know what So they, you
3: mean he was arrested but not jailed?
0: I think you can bring a coconut into custody without arresting it perhaps. Sure, oh, coconut I don't know Maldivian Delicious. rules and regulations around that, but does that sound fair that you can bring someone into Custody without arresting them? A I a thought strange. that was yeah, being arrested. Um,
2: I, don't, I don't know. I mean, I think you can invite them down to the station to help you with your inquiries. But if you're bringing them into custody, I think they've been arrested. Yes. And then there's this, the, the additional thing of whether or not they've been charged. But yeah. I, I actually I actually did follow this case at the time and I hear that there was um, uh, uh, 17 hours of interrogation he still didn't crack. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, all right. <laughs> <laughs> So your answers are in for the question, what was the nickname for baseballer like Eddie Stanky? I like how Andy, uh, you felt you were deflated before you even said it.
3: You had to touch someone to yeah. get through No, that. I needed
0: support. You yeah. were using <laughs>
2: yeah, it. a difficult time like this. You've got to have people around you. You've got to lean on those nearby because
0: it's not easy. Here, here are your options for what was – Baseball Eddie Stanky's nickname. Mm. Pongos. <laughs> yeah. The San Fran uh, Stench. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <All right. laughs> the brat. Mm. Public zirconium. Zirconium. Sorry. Sorry, let's go again. <laughs> <Okay>. Pubic zirconium. <laughs> <That's more sense. laughs> or take it to the banky stanky. <laughs> <laughs> That's a longer one.
1: That is a long nickname. Could I take it to the banky
0: stanky?
3: He's <laughs> really funny.
0: So you got Pongo's, mm-hmm. the San Fran stench, mm-hmm. the brat, pubic zirconium, mm. or take it to the banky stanky? Mm. Do you have any more information about pubic zirconium?
3: Yeah. <laughs> Can we get um, more intel on that?
0: Yeah, I do. So I think he got that nickname. Uh, thanks to his bejeweled protective box he was known to wear.
2: Ah, okay.
0: So that was why he was known as pubic zirconium. Uh-huh. All yeah, right. Like uh, a cup that's like, Yeah, well, yeah, see, yeah. Okay. Uh, Pongo's was because of... Stank. Because of stanky. Same as the stench. The brat, he was um very bratty player. Yeah. And... Uh, Banky, take it to the banky. Was just a very reliable home run hitter. I don't think
2: it's going to be um, the brat because I think then he'd, they'd call him like the brat with the bat or something like that. And like
0: it, it feels like it's a missed opportunity. But remember, it was forties or fifties. Yeah, that's you know, like they pretty cutting. They didn't have like back then. They didn't have. They couldn't afford it. it was Great mm. Depression was only recent.
3: <laughs> Letters <laughs> was a word numbers. economy in
0: place. Planned <laughs> by the letter.
3: Yeah, I think I think you got to – instead of being like, oh, here comes the brat, it's like, here comes the brat.
1: Mm,
4: <laughs>
2: yeah, sure. I'm actually, I'm actually pretty
3: sold on yeah. brat. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've sold myself.
2: Um, I mean, oh, yeah, there's a lot of stink-based ones. I'm going to go with the, uh, uh,
0: the the San Fran Stench. Was that? San Fran Stench. Yeah. I'll lock that in for Andy. Mm. Cass, what are you thinking?
3: I reckon I am going to go with the brat because I can just imagine a commentator being like, here comes the
0: because
3: it's it's snappy. Yeah, the other yeah. ones are a
0: bit long. Oh, I've locked it in, but can you do the same? Not to change your mind, but can you do the same for Pongos?
3: All right, here comes Pongo.
0: Yeah, it works. Just pongos, as well.
3: oh, it does. Yeah.
0: Could you say, take it to the banky, Stanky, in that voice?
3: <laughs> take it to the banky, Stanky.
0: <laughs> but now it's going to sound like a yeah bank robber or something, isn't it? Mm. I can yeah. picture that guy wearing that's a, a problem. pinstripe suit. No, that would not. be take it from the banky, Stanky. Oh, take it from true. the banky, Stanky. <laughs> He's a very inefficient Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, They call me the depositor. <laughs> <laughs> Right,
3: I, his calling card is one thousand dollars. <laughs> oh God, we've been robbed! How do you know? Look, <laughs> I'll uh, be eating for weeks.
2: <laughs> that is okay. That is the joke of the uh, of, of, of the episode.
0: And there you go. Congratulations. So it doesn't normally get called this early, Cast, Well done. Mm. Uh, okay, so take it to the banky, Stanky. That was written by the house. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> Pongos, also written by the house. Oh, my mm. goodness. Pubic zirconium was written by Andy, and I apologize for the butchering. <laughs> in the no, that's Andy. okay. It yeah, was not meant up. to
2: be. And then I also apologize for the very clunky way in which I tried to get you to read the extra information <laughs> I'd submitted with my joke, which oh. you which you cut out for no, for no reason as far as I I can tell. Well, probably would have been funnier. Uh, yeah, probably. If I hadn't had to force it in there, I
0: was. I thought it was going to give you a chance of it being picked because it it would have stood yeah. out as being the only one that just. Dis- and, and when and when you stuffed
2: up the pronunciation, did you also think that was going to give me a <laughs> I th- chance I of thought being Maybe
0: good. I thought I was punching it up on the run. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Sometimes I just naturally mispronounce things in a way that helps. <laughs>
3: <laughs> did your run feel punched up?
0: <laughs> yeah, actually it did. Okay, good. Uh, maybe. So, I mean, should I be offering you a some sort of a, a concession point. point there? Yeah. Evan what do you think Concession yeah, think point for the it. butchering there Alright Thank you So one point to Andy there for me Give I'm me.
2: not above Not above <laughs> taking these sort of pity things
0: uh, I'll do anything So what have I explained so far I've forgotten We've got Pongos That was the house mm. Mm. Uh, We've got Take it to the Banky Stanky That was the house Pubic <laughs> Zirconium was Andy The San Fran Stench Which Andy picked That was Cass oh, Twas the, me The Brat was correct so oh. Double <laughs> points This is Cass. devastating Two yeah. points for Cass, one point for Andy, no I points will, for the house.
3: I'm going to take those to the banky. Thank you. <laughs> uh,
0: Evan, do you want to give us a quick score update? I do. So we have Andy
1: on two points. Let's
2: not talk about the scores thing. It's it's slowing down the show.
1: <laughs> no, it's, it's crucial to the show.
2: Oh. Um,
1: my mistake. And then we have the house on, on two points. And then in the lead we have Cass on five. Oh five? my <laughs> It is anybody's game. Anybody's game with
0: three rounds to go. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and
4: ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician
0: about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Oh, all right, here's question number five. What song by country singers L.E. White and Lola Jean Dillon charted at number 90 on the US country charts in 1977? Gee, that's an obscure one. <laughs>
3: So we're doing the name of the song? How many
0: country songs have you got into the top 90 on the charts? None at all. None. Well, maybe once you do, then you can call things obscure. Okay. Thank you. (laughs) So the song was by L. E. White and Lola Jean Dillon. Charted at number 90 on the US country charts in 1977. While you're writing down your answers, here's a bit more information on Eddie Stanky, a.k.a. The Brat. Have you heard of Eddie Stanky, Evan? No. No, neither had I, but he was born Edward Raymond Stankiewicz on oh. September the 3rd, 1915 to Frank and Anna Stankiewicz. In his childhood years in the blue-collar Philadelphia neighborhood of Kensington, Eddie developed the belligerent, enthusiastic, win-at-all-costs attitude that would make him so successful and reviled Later in life, Brooklyn fans adored him. He was given nickname upon nickname, including Stinky and Muggsy. However, the most famous nickname, the one that stuck with him, was the Brat. A reference to the snarling, clamorous, hot-headed edge to Stanky that came out in moments of high emotion and tension. According to our question writer, Ryan, one of his most famous moments was when he once started a fight during a game by standing behind the pitcher and doing jumping jacks. It rolled the other team up so much that a fight broke out and police had to come and break it up.
3: What? That's such an escalation. Like anytime I feel like I hear about old-timey things, 40s is old-timey. You're like ah, he called the brat. It's what a nickname. Blah blah blah. And it's like ah, oh, he's doing jumping jacks. But then they then they had a punch on. Yeah,
0: because <laughs> was doing jumping jacks. They just
3: like us. <laughs>
0: Just, I guess it was because he was sort of putting off the batter. But yeah, that I feels d- like it's an overreaction.
3: It does feel like an overreaction. Maybe, Maybe the escalating things have just gotten more intense. Can I, can, I, can,
2: I, can I resubmit mine? Can I just add something? Oh, in? Do yes. we have time? We have time, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm just going just to add a couple uh, of keywords. you
0: want to tell me what your nickname was when you played baseball while we're just waiting for this uh, edit?
3: Uh, when I was <laughs> playing baseball, they called me the shitter hitter because <laughs> I was really good at pitching, but... Couldn't couldn't hit for shit.
0: (laughs) Right, I would have called you castration page.
3: Ah, that's my wrestling
0: nickname. When
3: I when I get into the ring, I'm castration page. I wonder why that hasn't
0: happened yet. There's been different, you know, hybrid sports. What about wrestling baseball? Wrestleball. Wrestleball. Okay,
3: okay. So it is just wrestling with a bat.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Yeah. Home
3: run is when you kill them.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and instead of a, a ring. It's a diamond. So you just sort of tilt it.
3: Oh, that'll be tilt good. Cuz you know an when angle. they jump off the corners. Yeah. That can be like, you know, you make it to first base, you have to jump off onto your opponent.
0: Yes. You've got to you got to touch Yeah, and base.
3: three taps you're out.
2: I think the it, idea of a, a, a sport where the, the the bases are constantly moving, maybe they're played by tortoises or something like that, would <laughs> be very exciting. They have the numbers on them, but they're like they're constantly being randomized by oh. By crawling around the That's field. That's awesome. Yeah.
0: All right, question five. What song by Ellie White and Lola Jean Dillon charted at number 90 on the US country charts in 1977? Here are your options. I don't mind you leaving. I just wish you'd leave my heart, kidneys, and spleen. Open bracket. The involuntary organ donor's lament. Close mm. bracket. It's option one. <laughs> option two. <laughs> boop, 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 doop <laughs> uh- Uh, Then you've got, you're the reason our kids are ugly. (laughs) (laughs)
4: Uh,
0: Dancing on my old man's grave. Or finally, I've got my boots on my feet, whiskey in my glass, and $125,000 owing to the IRS. (laughs) Open bracket. Please, buy this record. I'm in a lot of trouble. Close (laughs) bracket. Okay, so
3: a lot ah. of – that's that's Alyssa Cries for help.
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. And I think I'm a big fan of the country music's penchant for the open and closed bracket. Mm, the mm, song mm. Title. Some supplementary information. <laughs> yes. Yeah,
3: Sometimes you need it.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, I could put this in the song, but I think you need to know this up front. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh,
0: do you need to hear those again? Yeah. <laughs> so we've got, I don't mind you leaving. I just wish you'd leave my heart, kidneys and spleen. The involuntary organ donor's lament. Hmm. Boop, 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 da-doop. Uh, you're the reason our kids are ugly. <laughs> dancing on my old man's grave, or I've got boots on my feet, whiskey in my glass, and $125,000 <laughs> owing to the IRS. Please buy this record. I'm in a lot of trouble. Five great answers. I oh, got to say,
2: I love the song. I love the title. You're the reason my kids are ugly. I want that to be correct. Locking it in. Uh, yeah, let's lock it in, please.
0: Matt Stuart. Cass, what are your thoughts? Talk uh, us through. Have you got any any theories here? Can I, you rule any out straight away? You're a big country fan.
3: I love the crunch, um, mm. as Ben Russell would say. <laughs> I I really I'm really loving boop 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 boop, boop boop. I, it's good. not it's not a common. But is
1: that the one that Andy went back and added words <laughs> to? <laughs> <laughs>
4: Yeah.
0: You initially wrote boom boom boop, but he's like,
2: mm. he's like does, oh. it, does it doesn't seem like the kind of title that has one or two extra boops? <laughs> They're
3: not gonna go for it. They're gonna think it's jazz <laughs> Big fan of that. I it's not it's not a classic of country. I can't imagine a boop or a dupe in a country song.
2: Mm.
3: It's more of a shoe. But um. I mm. A shoe. Yeah, like a shoe. Okay, I, that just sounded different in my okay. head. I'm going to go for the boobies.
0: Locking in the boobs. I'm going right. to go
3: for the boobs because it charted at number 90, so it didn't do amazing.
0: Yes. yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> not a good country song. <laughs> no,
3: but it was it was catchy enough, and if I'm thinking of catchy enough to get on the charts, I'm thinking boob. All
0: Ooh. right. Well, here are the answers. I've got boots on my feet, whiskey in my glass, and $125,000 owing to the IRS. That was the house. Ooh. Uh, dancing on my old man's grave. That was cast. I don't mind you leaving. I just wish you'd leave my heart, kidneys, and spleen. That was Andy. Mm. If I believe. I, is that a real song? You know, country music as well. Uh, Have you based that on well, a real one? I've,
2: having listened to Who Knew it with Matt Stewart, um, big fan of the show. <laughs> uh, I I'd noticed the penchant for the brackets because you yes, had a you had a, the uh, a a brackets thing before, and I, I wanted to play in that space. And uh, the I, I originally just had I wish you'd leave my heart, and I thought. Oh, that's a bit too straight. Like that could almost be the name of a a song, and then so I added I guess that's kind of the point though, isn't it? You sort of want people to think that it could be the name of the song. Yes. I kind of shot myself in the foot there, didn't yeah, I? I added
0: in the spleen and the kidneys. There's two ways I think you can you can win on this show. Either mm. the point or a laugh. Yeah. And it's the Didn't mo- really the most get brutal, either with that one good though, did I? <laughs> and I get it every week we've played so far where you, you don't tick either box. <laughs> uh, okay, so that leaves the two final answers, one of you is, co- is correct. We're Unfortunately, it's not Cass. Boop, 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 <laughs> da-doop was the house.
4: Yes. The
0: correct answer <laughs> was you're <laughs> the reason our kids are ugly.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: a great name. That's, she deserved to chart yeah. higher. <laughs> uh, it was covered the next year by Loretta Lynn and I think didn't, maybe did a, it was on a bigger album. She is a really it a good song? Can I add Spotify? Um, I think you should. We should start building a.
3: Can you make a playlist? Because I think we should. Do there was it. a song that Matt had in a previous episode: "Smoke, smoke, smoke that cigarette."
0: Mm. Uh-huh. Great. With an exclamation <laughs> after every word too, which is fun.
2: Loretta, Loretta Lynn passed away uh, just this week.
4: Oh, did she oh. really? I believe so,
0: yeah.
2: Anyway, um, <laughs>
0: I thought that'd get a laugh as well. I am not doing well. <laughs> uh, Evan, I don't. Know, is, are you happy to do a score check here? Because things are just tightened up that round. Uh, I can yeah. do it because I've got it in front of me. I'm just trying mm. to give you something to do.
1: No, no, no. I I have it in something front of me. Something to do, well. do, 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 ba <laughs> Um, it is tightening up. So we uh, at the bottom we have Andy, okay. but also the
0: house. Ooh.
1: Uh, with three points mm. a piece, um, and then cast still in the lead at five, but no movement there.
0: And that so, means nothing that to do. Either the house or Andy could jump into the equal lead in one single round. So two questions left to go here is question number six. This one comes from Brian Nichols from Melbourne. Mm -hmm. His question is, which of these is a real species of spider, okay? So you've just basically got to give us a fake spider name. And while you're writing out those answers, Evan, let me tell you a little bit more about the songwriter of you're the reason our kids are ugly. Okay. Uh, L.A. White. Uh, he was a, an American Grammy Award winning songwriter, singer and musician. Some of his other songs included I Love You More Today, I'm Not Through Loving You Yet, and <laughs> Jimmy Gets a Gun for Christmas. So,
3: Okay. How, sort did, of, how did that song end?
0: I don't know. I mean, and For Christmas was in brackets there as well. It doesn't which, seem like a happy
1: family, does it? Is just, he depressed because his dad thinks he's ugly?
0: Oh, yeah. Do you think all of his songs are autobiographical? <laughs> Yeah, I'm assuming. Maybe
3: it's like, you're the reason our kids are ugly. I wish I didn't love you so much. I bought our son a gun.
0: <laughs> let's just see what happens. Uh, let's see the, fin- the first line is. Oh, no, hang on. That's a different song. <laughs> I found a different <laughs> song that's called All I Want for Christmas and it starts. All I Want for Christmas <laughs> is my Glock with the extension, bow bow. But that's a different song, so don't worry uh, about l- it. America is a healthy country. <laughs> There's a lot of songs about getting a gun for Christmas.
3: Yeah. <laughs> we should write our own. Add to the genre. Mm.
0: Sure. I saw mummy shooting Santa Claus. Oh, that's beautiful. Uh, here is question number six. Which of these is a real species of monkey? Spider. <laughs> 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 I mean, it's going to be, be really yourself, interesting Evan.
2: if you read the question wrong, or if you are now—if you just made the mistake
0: now, because
3: <laughs> that's going be- <laughs>
0: to—I've got in my head—it's all about monkeys. You know, mm. I see spider. I is think this spider a monkey, monkey.
3: the web-slinging
0: <laughs> tarantula,
3: <laughs> the um, the two-fanged footboy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, here is question six. Which of these is a real species of spider? Double-headed singing spider, mm. curly finch muncher, <laughs> the bird dung crab spider, <laughs> dancing trapeze spider, or the iridescent spangled bum bum spider. Geez, <laughs> they're all in the same sort of world, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. Just Any a bunch of, of those could be just true. a bunch of words, isn't it?
3: <laughs> they let you say anything in the encyclopedias.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're all
3: like, <laughs> the one place a man could truly be free.
0: All right, once again. Double-headed That's singing not true. spider, curly finch muncher, bird dung crab spider, dancing trapeze spider, or the iridescent spangled bum bum spider. Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, I want to be an iridescent bum bum, I think. Mm-hmm. that I-, I
0: like your, your strategy <laughs> is usually I want this to be true yeah. or I want to be this thing. <laughs> It's just like it you're inserting not- yourself in. I want to be a vote-rigging coconut.
4: <laughs> <laughs> but would
3: that I could affect a government. And I'm mm. not
0: having a go at all because your strategy has you <clears throat> two points in the lead. It's uh, all
3: vibes, baby.
0: Is that the one you want to lock in?
3: No, I think I think the dancing trapeze spider, because I think it would be very beautiful to watch a dancing trapeze spider move through the world. Because I imagine it like the way that it would swing a web would be really nice. And you know how sometimes those spiders do a little jiggle for their mates?
0: Mm. That just seems nice. I will lock in the dancing trapeze spider. I'm going to go with the bird dung
2: spider because I imagine there is a spider that sort of disguises itself by looking like a little bit of bird dung. (laughs) Oh. and maybe leaps. And crabs. Oh, what's the crab part of that then? <laughs> Hadn't thought about that bit, <laughs> but that? you know what? Why not? You know Why how? not? Chuck it in there.
0: Maybe it disguises itself as a crab that's ha- been shat on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's Very sort of a low <laughs> status,
2: non-threatening kind of thing. <laughs> Any the bird's going to
3: look at me like, Ugh, I don't want that. Even if I get the poo off, I'm going to have to mm. get inside the, the hole. <laughs> it's going to be a thing. Mm-hmm.
2: No, yeah, crabs are bird bird hard to wait. Dung, dung. Who
1: yeah. doesn't say bird dung? Is it bird poo or something? you gonna say bird dung? I
3: think dung is the more science. You're a you're a man of science, Andy. Is no, dung yeah, the I'm more sure. science yeah, than the Yes, that's correct. Term?
2: Yeah, that's why I chose it.
0: Okay, it's a scientific. <laughs> term. Andy, we I don't know if we've ever in all the podcasts and things we've done together and the life events we've shared. Mm. I've never asked you what kind of scientist are you. I've always <laughs> introduced you as Sorry. some sort of scientist. I could, I could have just asked you. And
2: I'd like to keep the mystery alive. Okay. Man. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to break your heart. Might be one of the sciences you don't believe in. <laughs> <laughs> vaccines.
0: <laughs> Wait. Um, so the answers are double-headed singing spider, that was the house. Oh. The curly finch muncher, that was Cass. Ah. Mm-hmm. The iridescent spangled bum-bum spider, which Cass wanted to be, that was Andy. I felt so
2: excited for a moment <laughs> there. I was, I was on a fast train to victory. Yeah.
3: Oh. <clears throat>
0: Mm. Uh, Spangled mm-hmm.
3: Oh, I love that word
0: <laughs> The dancing trapeze spider that Cass went for That was the house ah. Meaning Andy was correct It was the bird dung crab spider
3: Hey! <laughs>
0: so again, that is one point to Andy Does one that mean point we have the a, Is there another round? There's one final uh-huh. round Wow And it's truly it is. anyone's game from mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. Before I tell you a bit more about the bird, bird dung crab spider Here is your final question Mm-hmm this one comes from Jim Bates in Sackett's Harbour, New York. And uh, we always finish with a, normally a, a movie synopsis, but this week we're doing a failed 1990 TV pilot. So you've got to tell us what this show was about. What was this pilot about? The show title was Puczynski.
3: How do we spell Puchinski?
0: P-O-O-C-H-I-N-S-K-I, What Did we know that what year it was? Or? 1990.
2: 1990.
0: A failed TV pilot. Yeah. All right. So while they're writing these up, normally obviously a little bit more time is required to write these. Evan, do you want to hear a bit about the bird dung crab spider? Yes. Oh, thank God. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, According to newscientist.com, this spider has gone to town in making itself look like crap. Literally. Beautifully written already. (laughs) Loving this article. (laughs) Bird dung crab spiders spend a lot of time sitting motionlessly on leaves of plants, waiting to attract insects such as flies for dinner. All right. So it's basically looking like crap, trying to, and then a fly comes in and then just eats the fly. Don't have to worry about making a web. Just the flies will just that come makes to sense. you. Yeah. Most other creatures out in the open would be like sitting ducks, but these spiders have a trick up their sleeves. They mimic bird droppings not only in color shape and size also in smell what and that deceives predators when they draw their legs close to their body and stop moving the masquerade is complete
1: amazing isn't nature beautiful
0: so beautiful uh joseph ko of the lee kong Chian natural history museum in singapore said birds almost all with good eyesight will not go for what appears to be their own turd for food (laughs) And that makes sense. Mm. Yeah. Why would a bird go to eat its own turd? <laughs> mm. You're unlucky if you're pretending to be bird crap <clears throat> and you just happen to be near a bird that likes eating its own crap. One of those coprophile yeah. Yeah, freaks. Nature's mysterious, nature is beautiful, but it does also throw up the occasional bird that likes mm. to eat
2: its own shit. Yeah. I mean the yeah, and, and and the flip side is occasionally you're <laughs> you're you're reincarnated as a as a spider that looks and smells like bird
0: shit. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's not all it's not all good. Apparently most spiders can't make themselves smell like things. This is quite a unique trait <clears throat> that it and other spiders related to it can do.
1: Who's going around sniffing spiders?
0: Uh, not me, that's for sure. Mm. I don't know why you're even asking that question. <laughs> it's actually weird. Are you bringing that up? <laughs> Evan, that's so strange, Evan. <laughs> um, all our answers are in, I believe. Uh, just as, yes, yes. So here is your question once more. What was the plot of the failed 1990 TV pilot, Puczynski? Here are mm. your five options. Okay. Remembering the scores. I didn't, Did we get a score update? Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah we've we had several. It's been one of the <laughs> major Evan, features I, of the <laughs> show. Evan, can I just quickly check in before we go? <laughs> um, right now,
1: uh, yep. equal bottom, we have... Andy and the house with four mm. points, uh, and Cass just just a little bit higher at five points. Could be could be anybody's, it's Anyone's game. Anyone's anyone's I feel game. like you're
0: you're selling it negatively. Andy and the house are in second place, not bottom. Oh, okay, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. No. All right. <laughs> all right. So what is the, what is the plot of uh, TV pilot Pajinski? A talking dog who becomes a radio therapist. The show failed because it premiered the exact same day as the more plausible (laughs) Frasier. Brutal. (laughs) That is so unlucky.
2: (laughs) I can't believe how unlucky that is.
4: (laughs) Oh, no. The same. (laughs) What are the odds of that? (laughs) <laughs> oh that is ho- That
2: is horrible luck <laughs> And it's theme song Was also about tossed salad And scrambled eggs
0: What Oh no <laughs> They put so much effort Into it yeah,
2: yeah it was really hard To get the dog look like it was talking <laughs> The microphone Was made out of beef <laughs>
4: <laughs>
2: mm. Yep. Anyway, that could be the correct answer.
4: <laughs> could be,
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 uh.
4: You're right, <laughs> <laughs> Oh,
0: I was so close to the end. Uh. <laughs> uh, so that's option one. <laughs> option two: Stanley Puczynski is a detective <laughs> who, after being killed in the line of duty, possesses a nearby canine uh-huh. and continues to solve crimes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Struggling ventriloquist Puczynski returns to his hometown After his dummy is destroyed in a fire at the comedy club (laughs) He reunites with his family and old friends As he tries to find a new act Mm. Mark Puczynski is a single man struggling to find love Even though he's the only male resident of his apartment building Oh, it's brutal. Well the, well, the janitor's closet at Belmont High School is a time-travelling portal, meaning Mr. Paczynski is able to give his history class a close look at their subjects. It also means the janitor, Doug, often ends up confused. <laughs> So you've got five <laughs> good options. Do you need to hear them again, or are you sort of? Mm-hmm. I'd especially I like to hear
3: one of them again. <laughs> Could you just read it <laughs> <from> verbatim?
0: <laughs> I'll go. For, I'll go bottom up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we have got the, the janitor's closet. That's a time travel portal. Mm-hmm. We've got the single man struggling to find love, mm-hmm. even though he's in a. He's the only man in his building. Doesn't matter It could be like The rest of the building Could be chimpanzees Or something it doesn't say <laughs> uh, Struggling ventriloquist Puczynski Returns to his hometown After his dummy is destroyed
4: mm-hmm.
0: Stanley Puczynski Is a detective Who after being killed In the line of duty Possesses a nearby canine Continuing to solve crimes Or A talking dog Who becomes a radio therapist mm, The yeah. show failed Because it premiered The exact same day As the more plausible <laughs> pressure. <laughs> <laughs> It is more plausible, but does that make it better? Is the best TV the most plausible TV? Was,
2: you know, what's it like in the universe where that one succeeded? Yeah. I bet, I bet they
0: things are great over there. I want to be there. If, I, if, <laughs> if the janitor's closet could take me to that dimension, mm. I would jump yes, in. Yes, please. Yes, please for me. Uh, uh, what do we think here? I mean, Imagine I think it's who really interesting. Would have
3: been in that universe? Mm. Another dog? Surely, right?
0: Or a cat? Oh. I mean,
2: that would have been a real because they because they had that dynamic, didn't they? They did, they did have they a, had dog a real cat, cat and dynamic. dog dynamic. Mm. Uh, I I mean, I'm intrigued by the, the the ventriloquist dummy one. The idea that if your dummy is destroyed in a fire, you can't just get another dummy. <laughs> you got to go back to your hometown and rebuild your entire life. <laughs> <laughs> but that one would be like the death of a friend. Yeah. Pachinski Puchin, also. I mean I, when I first heard you say this I thought it was a, vi- a violinist and I was like that makes sense because a violinist vi- Paczynski, that sounds like someone mm. I'm amazed none of the answers mm. are about a a, com- a musical composer mm. so I'm going to go with the one about the dog possesses the body of a nearby dog I also possess a nearby dog mm. Oh well there's two in an want,
0: ownership set When up. you said Does the one Evan about Wayne? the dog I, sh- I my mind went to phrase Oh ah, yeah of course <laughs> But you meant the other one about yeah, the yeah, dog, yeah. okay. Uh, and Cass, what are you thinking?
3: Well, there's just been such a nice talk about how plausibility versus <laughs> I'm going with the radio <laughs> <one. laughs> you go
0: with the radio one, okay. <laughs> and in, in your mind, you're thinking, I've, I put this quiz together, I'm familiar with the correct answer, and it just hit me then, which can happen, and it has before. No,
3: in my mind, that is what deserves my point.
2: Okay. I like to think that Matt, Writes these in a completely like fugue state where his eyes become completely black and he types furiously and then comes to at like seconds before the podcast begins. It
0: has happened before where a, one of my own has broken me, yeah, so, <laughs> and maybe that happened again today. We'll see. All right, wow. so answers are locked in. Happy yes. with your answers because this decides It's old it all dog. Okay, well, let's go through the answers. The janitor's closet. That was written by the house. Ooh, yeah, That was, was
2: a bit too much information about the janitor. The B it?
0: plot. I thought every episode the B <laughs> plot is the janitor's like. I was just trying to get a mop, and now I'm that, in every episode. Yeah, wow. Every episode. Well, it's a failed pilot. Yeah, that's so. right. Yeah, it didn't work. Uh, the single man struggling to find love. That was also the house. Meaning the house can't win. Oh, Ooh. thank God. It's out of Andy and Cass. So it's 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 a happy ending. Whatever happens. Yep. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the struggling ventriloquist. That was Cass. Oh. <gasps> So the correct answer is one of the dog ones. (laughs) (laughs) One of you two is correct here. (laughs) Unfortunately, it is not you, Cass. It is Andy. Stanley Puczynski is a detective who, after being killed in the line of duty, possesses a nearby canine Mm. and continues to solve crimes. Mm. This was a failed pilot. And you know who who was the actor? The dad from Everybody Loves Raymond. Oh. Uh, Oh, Not Raymond, his dad. I guess well, Raymond's also he, the dad for And he was. played the yeah. dog? Yeah, he played the guy getting killed in the first episode and then I guess the plan was that he was going to voice the dog?
3: Yeah, right. Wait, was the
2: Maybe first episode when he, just a death? the dog looks death? at
0: himself in a mirror, it's still yeah, that
2: guy true. down on all fours <laughs> naked. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> they do that a lot in these kinds of shows. <laughs> We this? don't know what, what it was in particular <laughs> that stopped it from succeeding, but I imagine <laughs> the sight of him there looking at his own reflection. You could see his penis dangling down <laughs> just below his head.
3: Like a sad tail. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Unless, of course, it had been uh, Cass Page uh, straighted. Yes, sure. <laughs> uh, Evan, well, can we get a final score here? Uh, there was we can move Okay.
1: There. So, uh, in third place, we have The House, mm. uh, which is a great effort on The House's part. Well done. Um, in second place, we have Cass Page. Oh, she was leading
0: all game which long, which means
1: a late win from Andy Matthews.
2: Andy, six points. Woo! Well done.
0: I'm insanely
1: happy.
2: <laughs> I am disgustingly pleased with myself because <laughs> not only did I win, as we all know, now as now, we, now, we all of know. I also got that really big laugh at the end <laughs> from Matt. <laughs> <laughs> so I won twice. You've done very well. <laughs> Thank Uh-oh. you.
0: He came from the clouds there, Andy. Mate. Oh, and <laughs> I've just remembered, we gave you a pity point at the start. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. You won by your pity point. You <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I forgot about that. Take
0: uh, it. Ah, uh, well. Just before dignity, we Dignity, always dignity. This is from the uh, Wikipedia page for the show. It says, the story follows Chicago police detective Stanley Pucci, played by Peter Boyle, whose spirit is transferred into a flatulent English bulldog <laughs> after he is killed in the line of duty. The canine detective then returns to solving crimes. NBC did not pick up the series, but subsequently did air the pilot on June the 9th, nineteen ninety. In mm, recent same years, same
1: day as Fraser.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: in recent years, the show's premise has been recognised as one of the most bizarre in television history.
2: <laughs> but then that's wow. also the premise of the very popular kids' book series Dog Man.
0: Oh. It's a series
2: of books about a, you know, a policeman who comes back as a dog, and it's really really popular.
0: Oh right, there you go. Really? Yeah, was Raymond's dad involved? He, he was. Yeah Ah Frank (laughs) Thanks so much for joining us Cass and Andy Where can people find you?
3: Online Um, I'm at Cass Cass page on everything I've got a few podcasts out at the moment One's called Shut Up a Second One's D&D is for Nerds And we've just dropped Being Hot is Hard Which is exceptionally fun
2: It's a really great podcast I learned a lot And I laughed a lot When I listened to it (laughs) Uh, And you can find me at Stupid Old Andy You can buy my book Gustav and Henry how From many dogs? All sorts of different. Uh, uh, one, one dog. Yeah, <laughs> Henry's a, a dog.
3: How many dead cops? Thousands. <laughs> it's,
2: yeah, we've been actually. Um, the, the 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 police unions actually got some. They don't like us at all.
0: And Evan, where can people find you? Uh,
1: I uh, I make a show called Gamey Gamey Game uh, on YouTube, so you can go check that out.
0: Andy, I don't have a sign off yet. Can you? I'll I'll say goodbye, and then you want to do some sort of sign off? Yep. Thanks so much to Cass, Andy, and Evan for joining us. And Andy, as we always say here, and that's how you do it with Matt Stewart. <laughs> oh, that's pretty. That's a
2: good one. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs>